Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Music Lab Podcast. My name is Dog, and I am here with my good friend, who is a Fish fan, who got me into this band, who I've known for 15 years, my friend, Matt Silverman. Matt, welcome, brother. Thank you, thank you. So, first question I'm going to ask you is what got you into fish? What, who, who of your friends, like, how did you get into this band that we are here tonight to sit? Yeah, I mean, my, my first, or my first CD that I can remember purchasing was, uh, Rift. So, to be, you know, to piggyback on what you were calling out, one of those songs tonight, that would be yeah. incredible. Rift or, or Sparkle. Yeah. Sparkle's also a great one off of that album. Rift, Hoist, you know, just... Just getting off of, you know, the old, you know, CD card, or I think it might have even been Columbia House back then. Yeah, yeah. what was right. it, nine CD or ten CDs? Ten for, CDs for twelve dollars yeah. or something silly like that. But then you had to pay twenty one dollars for it. For the shipping. Um, yeah. Right. So I was, you know, my friends, and just really, you know, through through my friends, you know, even that long ago, you know, again, it's probably ninety three, ninety four, started listening to them. Um, First show was '96. Uh, you know, said I was like 14 years old, and you know, looking back on it, it's crazy. You know, as we were talking tonight, you know, that it's been almost 30 years seeing this band, and you know, a 1.0 from from the beginning. Uh, said I've been since 14 years old. So, so you know, being to over 300 shows that you've that you've seen them in, in concert. You know what what shows stand out to you uh you know any memorable moments any you know stories for the audience that you can share with us about any concerts in particular that you've been to yeah i mean the, i mean the one that's on the top of my head and you know a lot of fans will, will think of as well is you know the, to me was like kind of the pinnacle of fish was you know, like growing you know they came out of the 80s kind of started really you know pushing through the 90s uh, y two K would be would be the absolute pinnacle of of fish in my perspective and in, in history and you know it's and been twenty was, years since then and it's still one of those those special moments and that was the 29th, 30th, 31st right into yes three nights yes into the first uh, the the pinnacle of all that being I'm sure you know if you're watching this this podcast uh, an almost seven hour second set from. 11:15 or so on December 31st, 99. I was uh, 17 years old, and I snuck out of my parents' house and got in a lot of trouble for it. And jumped in a van with my friends. Luckily, I didn't have to drive. I just had to jump in the van, and we drove from State College, Pennsylvania, to Everglades City, Florida. It was about. 20 hours 20 drive. hours almost 24 with stops yeah. and we guess it's a little cheaper then it's a little bit cheaper <laughs> then but but i mean we made it you know and it was a, so back to the set it was a seven hour set from 11 30 at night until 6 30 in the morning 6 37 ish uh which pinnacled here comes the our fishman singing here comes the sun at like 6 30 or 7 o'clock in the morning and realizing that the world wasn't over Yep. And Y2K was not going to kill us all. And Our credit airplanes, cards still airplanes were going to fall out of the sky. And that's that's a good segue. So, like, you know, you have children now. Like, 
what is it like going to a fish show with your children? Like, what is their experience it's like? A, How do you prepare them for? It's a it's a very different experience from you know from from 1.0, 2.0, now into like what I would call 4.0 with 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 us as kid, you know, yeah. with as parents. It's a parents, very different perspective. So, we took the kids to uh, the man. Uh, last Philly, week in yeah. Philly, a couple weeks ago, and for Tweezer Fest, and we ended up getting Tweezer Fest. You know, absolutely, talk about that for a second. I mean, just, just that un- unbelievable. So first, first night started out, our first set started out kind of slow and kind of like, I don't know, just we just not didn't seem like there was a lot of flow to it. They came out doing an amazing acapella space oddity. Yeah, it's incredible, but it might have been like almost too soon. People weren't ready for it. People weren't like really like usually fish comes onto the stage, the lights come up, the crowd starts going, yeah. and they usually roll out into a pretty good strong like sure. jam right. to get it going. For the YouTube followers, so a lot of people like came out and you could see like they just didn't capture that energy. You know, it was amazing. I and mean, you go back and look at Space Oddity Acapella was incredible. It was. Uh, you know, so that that was an incredible show or an incredible song for them to see and then to, you know with some with some nice give or takes here and there old home place is actually one of my absolute favorite uh bluegrass fish songs and they busted that and they busted that out it was yeah. incredible uh but we were all you know everybody even talking with the folks was like oh, it's kind of slow you know kind of short kind of slow but then tweezer fest was absolute insanity. you know you believe it was five tweezers mm-hmm. in second set with tweezer reprise encore uh, and just, I mean, just the band that it's to been. me, to me that you know, I, I hope it'll, I hope we can get upstage. But to me, that was one of the best shows on tour. You know, to just to full blown tweezer into something back in tweezer. I mean, literally five, six, seven different songs back yeah. in the tweezer. That's crazy. But with the kids, it's, you know, that was that was our our son, our for our, our youngest son is named Julius, after the song mm-hmm. of Julius. Uh, with a with a little quote there, uh, you can always blame it on your brother. So his older brother, that was a definite tie-in. Mm-hmm. So that was his first show. So his first show, he got Tweezer Fest. Uh, that's pretty impressive, you know. I've only seen a handful of them throughout my my career of fish, mm-hmm. um, and they love it. You know, it's it, it's a it's what's really cool is to be able to set the tone at home sometimes or change the tone at home just by putting on a fish song. And you know, everybody's upset or, or you know, there's too much going on at, yeah. at home and I can put on a fish song and everybody kind of like slows down a little bit and they, you know, maybe they'll sing with it or they'll dance a little, you know, uh, Julius is starting to dance a little bit, mm-hmm. so. These guys groove? They're grooving, absolutely. <laughs> Everett is five, almost six, and they love it. They, they absolutely shine. We took a, like it's a radio great. flyer wagon and threw them in the wagon with some shade on top. That was the only way we could really get them some shade in the lot. And, and you asked the venue in advance, right? Yeah. You could do that. That was, that was actually the only way we could get the the wagon into the venue was because we had an email proof that we had talked with somebody. So we got up there, we had walked, we brought all the kids, all their stuff with us, and they said, you can't bring the wagon in. Right. I said, what do you Hold mean? Hold on like, a second. <laughs> I t- we spoke, you know, my, my wife said, I, I spoke with somebody this morning. Here's your email. Yeah. You're somebody from your information, info at Philly at the man. 
wrote us back and said, it's okay, here you go. And because of that email, that was the only reason. We we probably would have missed for a set. Or we would have had to leave, you know, like a $200 wagon just sitting on their own and hope that it It would be there when we got back. (laughs) And which possibility is probably zero. (laughs) You know, without anybody like, without with them being blatantly like, we don't, we're not going to watch your stuff or do anything like that. So, you know, if, if kids, you know, parents, families, always check with the venue first. If you're bringing in strollers, water bottles, yeah, you don't want to be surprised. You never want to be surprised at the door. Yeah. You know, like I said, we we would we would have missed all of first set, and it would have been a completely different experience if we had to ter- tell the kids, "I'm sorry," or one of us had to go in with the kids. Mm-hmm. That's probably what would happen. One yep. of us would have gone in with the kids, and one of us had to go back, yep. take all of our stuff back, and come back to the show. It's a completely different experience. It's very, very, yep. very different. Yep. But it's it's also very re- rewarding, you know. Um, and the, then, like the next the power day, of live music, my friend. It, it is. And the next day, they can be like, "Dad, you remember when they did this, or when we saw this, or this person did this?" And you know, and we, and we made some friends. You know, we always—that's what's cool there's about always other what's cool about lots. It's yeah. cool about fish side is there's always uh, there's a Facebook group called Little Ragers, and it's you know it's it's four families with little kids, and how do you safely get your kids to a show? And we all actually uh, get together on uh, left side, page side, back on the lawn. And it's if you're going to a show, you can always see kind of the family side. And there'll be little kids running around with balloons and water, you know, and bubbles and all kinds of stuff. But it's very like we have our own little community there and we help each other out and we set up our, you know, our blankets and our tapestries together. So we're kind of this little... Community. Family community yeah. of, of fish and yeah. that next that next round of, of jam band. Yeah. Fans. And within the concert itself. Yep. That's the beauty of it. Yep. You know, there's twenty thousand yep. other people. And you can be down there's your section and your little you area. You can be downstairs in the pit if yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. And that's where we were a long time ago. Yeah. And now we are the you know, tapestry people. on the lawn yeah. with the kids running around. But it's uh, it's awesome. And it's yeah. awesome to see them again, like throw glow sticks and glow stick wars and see them like yeah. just experience and dance and, and have a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah. And experience that, that love of live music. So thank you so much, Matt. Yeah. This was a great interview. Um, thank you to all of you who are listening and watching. My name is Dog. This has been the Music Lab Podcast. Just remember, peace and one love. Tell me about Y2K, the that concert then. So yeah, I mean it was you know the anybody you know younger than twenty or so. It was it was Y2K premise was that uh, at midnight on December thirty first, yep. uh, 1999 into two thousand. That all the computers weren't set up for it. And the date and the time. The date and the time yeah. would reset, like, history, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and planes would fall from the sky, and computers would stop working, and bank account. It was it was absolute, like, total panic yep. chaos. There'd be a banking disaster. Yeah, you're and right. so people went out and bought all this stuff and got all these, you know, panic supplies buy. ready. Yeah. Sounds familiar. And, it does kind of sound familiar. <laughs> and then... There was no Y2K. So, you know, the, the pinnacle of that being that if if this was the end of the world as it was, we're gonna go see fish. Uh, we are going to go see fish. And 
in hindsight, I wouldn't have been with my family. I would have been with my friends and family with the pH. Um, <clears throat> but I, I would not trade it for the world. You know, I, I did a lot of, I got in a lot of trouble and I spent a lot of weeks grounded without a car. But it was worth every every penny and we still, you know, still joke and talk. You know, we're still really close with those people and we still joke and talk about some of those things. The consequence was worth the crime. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it was, if, you know, it's an, in, one of the best, you know, concerts in, in, in musical fish history, history. In fish yeah. history. Yeah. You know, seven or eight hour concert, that's not nonstop. Yep. So if one of them had to go use the bathroom, one of the go off stage, and they would just keep going, and or someone would go to into a like a, a solo, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you know nothing. I'll never forget that. You know, here comes the sun at six thirty a.m. and again after you're like dancing for seven. Exhausted. Or, yeah, so absolutely exhausted. <laughs> absolutely can't even move. I think some of us slept just like right there on the ground. Yeah, you were standing. You were just sleeping. Incredible right? experience. Yeah. So I will tell you, um, I became friends with you in 2008, 2007, and from the get-go, you told me about fish. You were like, Vader, I don't understand why you don't like fish. Like, you like all these other great bands. Like, just listen to fish, listen to fish. And I held off for so long. How long? <laughs> 15 least, years. Yeah, well, no, 11 years. Yeah, because yeah, 2019 was 2019. my first show here. Um, with with my girlfriend Kendra and and you you brought us here and and since then it's it's been I get it now like I get why everyone loves this band it's it's you you gotta see them live yeah like it's it's I was you know on a side note I was telling you about like Billy Strings yeah and you said I I get it but I don't necessarily get it you have to see this dude live yeah incredible energy incredible community incredible fans like I, I was blown away and then you know ironically last week or two weeks ago i don't know if you saw like new york so fish did some new york right. city shows yeah. and then he played with goose he, he played sat, with he sat so trey started doing some stand-ins and sat in like personally selected goose yeah. to sit in with for a show and billy strings as well to show up at a festival they were doing together um, so, do you feel like that's kind of Trey kind of passing the torch, or is that just giving, or is that Trey giving these bands an opportunity to be I, like, you got to play with me? I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope it's him acknowledging those bands and maybe okay. bringing them into the spotlight a little bit more, so people who only get to a show or two a year, you know, maybe check out YouTube, you know, are not like avid like yeah. like like us, you know, that um, you know would would bring perspective who. Who's Billy Strings? Who's Goose? You know, it would, it would be great to see them do some of those guys. Yeah. Um, or do you think it's also too like maybe Trey recognizing that he's, that fish fans are pretty like fish, you know, like I think it's loyal. So yeah, you know, it's I like it's, res I think it's okay res to like. Yeah, these I think it's a respect for other. I think it's a respect for them too. Yeah. Like, you know, like you don't. You never really saw that full like Grateful Dead. Right, fish integration. It was always very separate, mm -hmm. you know. Like, Other than fairly well, right? You know, but it was, even then, it was, you know, you didn't have. There was very like separate. It was still kind of separate. Yeah. And I think with with fish coming in and saying, well, we're going to play with these guys or play with these guys," you know, it would be amazing to see a fish festival at some point with the bands that they choose. Who they could create the upcurve. They could basically create what is the yeah. next jam band scene. You know, it's 
it brings a lot of potential and it's cool to see them you know to venture out and play with those guys as opposed to just like well i'm 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 fish i'm i'm trey i'm not gonna go play with right this band that's i'm playing. untouchable yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know you, you, it's it's the perspective yeah. Well, and I think that's the jam band community in general. I mean, you know, you, you see collaborations all the time. You know, it's it's not unusual for, for bands like that. So I want you to talk about, to, to the audience, now that you have children, you have, how many times have the children seen? Yes. So, <laughs> and what's uh, 